Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals, and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello, welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I am in a lovely, if you're not listening to this, you won't be able to see, but I'm in a lovely, cosy black jumper because it's really getting wintry. I feel like winter is here, Christmas is upon us. (laughs) Do I dare say the C word? But yes, it is towards the end of the year and I thought I'm going to be cosy in my jumper while talking to you. So today we are going to talk about something that you might be going having a conflict with yourself in your head or that might be coming up every now and again and that might be this idea of should you start something new in the new year maybe you know should you rebrand should you add something new into the business or are you just kind of getting shiny object syndrome and sort of seeing possibilities and opportunities everywhere And today I'm going to kind of just have a conversation with you, give you some pointers to think about that should help guide you. And you can kind of coach yourself through this so that you can actually see the wood for the trees and work out what makes sense for you. We're going to kick off with just like some really solid points for you to like think about. And I'm going to talk first up about actually for a lot of you, it might not be time to scale. And what I mean by that is like, you might, instead of scaling a specific offer, some of you are probably thinking about scaling your business, which for some of you means adding more revenue to your business, doubling the revenue of your business. And then some of that, to do that, some of you are then thinking, right, let's start something new to add another thing into the mix. And what I'm going to suggest to you is that it might not be that you need to focus on scaling right now it might not be that you need to look at that it might actually be that you need to instead get clear on what are you actually doing with your business like what is the purpose of the business for you first of all I'm talking about for you rather than other people I'm talking about like what is the point of it is it to stay in your life is it to help you build a pension fund is it for you to buy a yacht like what is it that you, the purpose of your business? And then I want you to think about, do you need to start something new? Or are you just doing that because you think you need to like add something else into the mix? Or are you really struggling with the idea of being able to just sit with your thoughts, sit with your success, sit with things being enough? I work with people where they're quite content and happy and they they feel good with what they've got going on. But for various reasons, usually down to other people, they've kind of, it's made them feel like they've always got to be doing something or there always needs to be a project on the go or there always needs to be like another step. And I just want to remind you to like, first off, just breathe. (laughs) Just think, okay, let's just remove the expectations of society, other people, peers, colleagues, team members, like anything that's holding you down in your life. And let's just think about what do you actually want and what are you going after? And for many of you, 
the answer to that is going to be in terms of an action point is going to be for you to keep doing what is working. Like for a lot of you, it's about giving you permission to just say, you can just keep doing the same thing. You don't have to constantly create something new. You don't have to constantly be like finding new things to sell. You can just breathe and just keep doing what is working every day. The other thing that I would suggest for you to do if you're in the camp where you realize actually like things are going really well, I'm enjoying this, I don't need to do tons, is start planning ahead. Start looking beyond just a month in advance or a week in advance or two months in advance and start looking at the six month time or the year's time or the five years time. Like think about a longer term vision because very few entrepreneurs have the time and the space to do this but it's really important that you do. The other thing for you to think about if you're currently wondering, you know, should you start something new? Should you rebrand? Do you need to reposition things? Is how much of that desire that you have, how much is that coming from a place of you running away from doing the hard work and doing the hard stuff and actually like the dreaming is the fun bit? or how much of it is that you just running away versus the kind of like shininess of new ideas and dreaming and thinking what things might be in the ideation and those two things are very different processes and it's not you're not a bad person you're not a bad business owner if actually you sit here think and you're thinking do you know what I do like the dreaming I do like the planning I do like the ideation piece because that's natural to want to do that But what we can't do is kind of self-sabotage our success by constantly doing that. You don't want to be running away from, you know, the hard work that you need to do. That needs to be the focus point. That's the to-do from this episode, if that's what you realise. A question that then can come up for people when we're talking through this stuff, especially with clients, because this comes up a lot, by the way. Don't think you're on your own. You're really not. Like, this happens a lot with clients, is... You then might say to me, how can I work out if I'm suffering from shiny object syndrome when I'm making business decisions? Which someone who asks me this will have a high level of emotional intelligence in order to ask that question in the first place, which is great. And what's interesting is that Making a connection between shiny object syndrome and your decision-making process is the pieces that are missing for a lot of people. A lot of people don't connect the dots. They don't connect the fact that the shiny object syndrome and this constant drive for like new things and the joy of things is overshadowing and overcasting their ability to make strategic business decisions. And the reason I say this is because I can meet some of the most strong-willed, incredibly intelligent, very articulate, great business acumen individuals but who are constantly burning themselves out, draining themselves, exhausting themselves, like giving themselves loads of work to do because they allow themselves, the the shiny object thing is just massive. And then they make certain decisions that just don't really make sense longer term. But in the moment, it does make sense to them. How do you determine if that's you? I mean, there's a number of things. So 
if you are someone who constantly like thinks of a new offer makes the sales page immediately jumps in and like just does it like does everything and then within like four hours you've got like this whole new thing all built that might be i'm not saying it is but i'm saying it might be shiny object syndrome if you have got loads and loads and loads of projects that have started and you've got like one eighth of the way through and then abandoned that can also sometimes be an idea of shiny object syndrome another thing can be if you are always feeling like you're never getting the result you truly deserve in business like you get to the end of each year and you think haven't quite gotten as far as I'd hoped Now, I'm not saying that that means that you have a shiny object syndrome, but for some people, there is a trend where that is the case. And there's a correlation between kind of what they were hoping to achieve versus what they've actually managed to achieve. And the piece in the middle is the kind of lack of being able to focus, to do the work, to stay kind of on one project. Another one can be if you have like, seven or eight different projects running at the same time so instead of just having like one project and then finishing it and then move on to the next thing some people and I work with these people right there's nothing again I really want to stress like there's nothing wrong with you you're not a bad person but sometimes people will try and do like seven different really exciting projects like they're really good stuff amazing stuff but sometimes and not always like but sometimes that can be an indicator of like this idea that like the newness is better than what they've already got. And then when we go and audit their business and we look at what's working, what's really good, what provides stability, what adds value to their business, what's an asset in their business. Often it's that stuff, the daily stuff. It's the the stuff that they've been doing for years and years. That's really good. And that's a really interesting thing to look at. You might now be thinking, May, I've got another question for you. And you might be wondering, how do you prioritise opportunities and avoid being overwhelmed by new ideas? And this is another important one that we've got to try and differentiate the difference between. Because I'm really not sat here saying don't utilise opportunities or don't take up you know, what you could be doing. But there is a difference between an opportunity that's worth acting on and then just like noise and every single day we're faced with noise okay we're faced with lots of ideas we're faced with lots of thoughts we're faced with lots of opinions and so you have to try and work out right well what is an opportunity and what's an opportunity that's an opportunity for us yes it might be an opportunity for someone but is it for you is it actually for what your business stands for and where your business is at And then the whole thing around new ideas, it's like, well, make a list of all these new ideas, like have a running ideas bank on your phone, on your laptop, in person, like on your notebook, have this constant stream of consciousness that is like all your new ideas. And then also have a list of these are actual opportunities that actually are relevant for the business right now. And you have that. And then you go through and if you have a list of seven opportunities, five opportunities, you go through and you work out what is the most important one. 
what is the most key one for us to act on first? And you go through and you number them in priority of what does it actually matter? We do this all the time with projects in the business because ultimately at any one time, there's loads of things that I want to do and we want them all done yesterday and that just can't happen. So we sit and we go through, right, well, what is important and what isn't? And that exercise in itself forces your brain to start registering that actually just because it's an idea doesn't mean that it's worth acting on. Just because there's an opportunity doesn't mean that it's the right opportunity for you. Where can you pass that opportunity to someone else? Where can you say no? It's okay for you to say no. And that's such an important piece of this conversation and this puzzle. My question is normally, does your new idea align with your long-term objectives? And often people's answer is, kind of or not really or yes sometimes people are like yes it 100% does and that provides more validation for why they should spend time doing it but what I want to talk about right now with you is what criteria you can use to evaluate whether a new idea aligns or not to your long-term objectives so say you've got a list of ideas and a list of new things that you're thinking about doing what I want you to think about is do you can create your own three point, five point, I wouldn't say it needs to be more than five, point criteria list of does the idea meet this set of criteria, yes or no? And if it does, then great. And if it doesn't, then great. But you then know whether or not you realistically make sense to act upon. Now, how do you create that criteria? Well, what I would suggest you do is you look at your long-term objectives, which you should have written down. You should come and join Year of Clarity if that's something, If like join Year of Clarity. I really can't stress it enough. <laughs> like join Year of Clarity, depending on when you're listening to this, it will be open for enrollment if you're listening in December, January. It is such a good program to join for strategic planning to get you focused, to keep you focused all year long. So I'm not gonna say much more on that, but join Year of Clarity, right? You will understand what your long-term objectives are. You then take that list of long-term objectives and we work out what does an idea need to meet in order to match up with that. So for example, if one of your long-term objectives is to reduce the amount of dependency the business has on you and the amount of time you're spending delivering services or you know being liaising with clients, one of your criteria points for this evaluation needs to be, you know, does it require more of my time to for client delivery, question mark? Yes or no? Or you could set a time in there. So it could be, does it require more than two hours a month of my time? And so then when the new ideas come into your head and you've got this grand idea to, I don't know, maybe start doing in-person events every single month, you then bring up this criteria that you're going to have five different points listed from your long-term objectives and you will go through it and say right well if we do this monthly events thing how much time is that going to take from me is it more than two hours and if the answer is yes then we're kind of saying uh -uh, this probably might not be the right option for us to go down now I am not saying that you can't do any of the ideas you want to do but I'm suggesting that you do take an objective look at things and really try and reason with yourself to understand why you're doing the things you want to do and the ideas that come into your head and getting used to this idea that not every idea needs to be implemented or needs to be actioned on straight away. The other thing that I would 
do when you're creating this criteria that to work out whether it matches your long-term objectives or not is to go back to the mission and vision of your business. And this is really important because the mission and vision of your business should, if it's written well, help guide you so that you can read it and think, right, well, is what we're going to do with this new idea or is this actually an opportunity? And you read your mission statement and think, well, no, because it's it's deviating from that or it's not really adding to it or it's just diversifying it further. But often for most people, they need to refine their mission statements further down rather than just like build them up and make them even more fluffy. So it's like really going through your vision and mission and thinking about your like think about it, literally think, right, the vision for the business in five years time is X. This new opportunity, is it an opportunity or is it just another thing to fill your time in? And the answer, normally, sometimes <laughs> the answer is yes to that question. Now, there are a couple of things that we're going to talk through now that are really important that you take into consideration when you're working out, should you start something new? Should you rebrand? Should you add new revenue streams in? Are you suffering from shiny object syndrome? One of those is the process of working out what is the best thing to do. So you might have gotten to the point where you've actually got like three ideas and they've all come out on the criteria saying, yeah, yippee, like, let's do them. It's all good. And you're like, right, okay, like, cool. There's then a process of you working out what is the best thing for you to do for the business and for yourself. And I help clients with this a lot. So you're not alone in this situation. I help them a lot. And it's really useful for people to have a sounding board to do this with. I am going to use an example of a client who was in Maze Accelerator this year. And this was a really useful thing that happened and it needed to happen as part of her journey. So she was trying to work out, should she go over the VAT threshold or should she not? That sounds very simplistic. It was actually a bit more complicated than that, but that was ultimately what it came down to. The opportunities list was huge, right? The opportunities, the ideas list was massive as to why she should do that. Because there was loads of things in there of like, things that were basically being given to her things people were saying like you know come and take this work have this like loads of opportunity and she started to act on some of them she started to kind of act on them to see whether or not it would make sense or not like and and, and did it she was living it out she was playing along she was trying it and we had this conversation you know like months before and then she started acting on it and then like months later where we had a further conversation around right well is that right for you or is this actually just providing more and more stuff and she came to a point where she was like yeah I don't need to do this I don't need to be that registered I don't need to do this x y and z thing it's just the noise is really helpful for building reasons to do so and when she looked at her long-term objectives and her long-term goals we were then able to like figure out that actually like that doesn't align and it's not to say that she won't ever you know that she won't ever go over the threshold or she won't ever want to make x amount of money but it was more about what's serving her right now in that in that moment and then what is serving her for the next 12 months and she realized like she didn't have to just keep going and going and going and acting on all these opportunities that she was given just because they were there and so she then figured out kind of what worked for her 
And that was a really beautiful thing to to see her do while she was in Maze Accelerate. And it was a really lovely kind of process. But the other thing I want to remind you of is it is a process of working this out. So, and she won't mind me saying this. So at the beginning, sort of five months before she'd gotten to this point of realizing like, no, she didn't need to go over the VAT threshold. Five months prior to that, I'd said to her, we need to sit down and we need to really look at and work out, does this make sense? And she was kind of like, oh yeah, okay, right. And then she'd kind of like, all these ideas are coming to her head, all these thoughts. And so she'd like moved on them and she was acting on them. And as I said, like it was fantastic and amazing because there's so many cool things that she was doing. And then five months later, she then came back and was like, right, okay, I know you said we should have done this however long ago, but I'm now ready to do that. And I really think we do need to look at it. And that's totally okay. It's all right if this takes you a bit of time it's okay if it's like you're figuring it out it doesn't all have to happen overnight the journey is really enjoyable like enjoy the journey and enjoy the process but be mindful of the idea of like I'm sat here telling you now at the end of 2023 you're beginning to end of 2024 you don't need to just keep chasing more 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 if that's not necessarily what you need the other thing I want you to think about is what are you excited about? What are you excited about? That will tell you a lot about what you should be doing in 2024. That question alone of like, what are you excited about? What are you excited to do? What work do you want to do? That will give you a lot of answers. So don't run away from that. Think about that really clearly. And then I also want you to think about what are you making overly complicated in your business? Let's just switch the facts and say, right, you are going to execute on new ideas. You are going to start something new. You're going to rebrand. Maybe you're adding another revenue stream. How complicated are you making it? Because 90% of people make this far more complicated than it needs to be. And you have to remember that it will be done and dusted at the point in which you decide that it's going to be done and dusted. And that's so important to remember because it's so easy for us all to just think it's got to take months, it's got to take like ages and ages and ages. It really doesn't. It's about when are you deciding? When are you energetically there? When is your leadership in a position to actually make happen what it is that you're saying you're going to happen? And often the reason we get bogged down in that is because people make this stuff overly complicated and they really just kind of like drag it out rather than making strategic decisions. So important this. And I'd really recommend you go and listen to the previous episode if you haven't, which was a Q&A on like pivot and shift and all that sort of stuff. I'd really recommend you think about this, like listening to that because I covered some interesting points in that. So what are you making overly complicated? And then, this is again an obvious question, but one I want you to write the answer down to and really go away and start putting things into your calendar. When are you actually working on your business? Like, when are you going to do all of this stuff? Because we've all got these big dreams of like, (laughs) you know, we're going to rebrand, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And it's like, okay, but when are you actually doing it? Because many of us are very busy. We've got loads going on. We've got families. You know, we haven't got unlimited time. So go in your diary and physically put in times of when are you going to take all this action that you said you're going to do, whether you're starting something new, executing a new idea, changing things up, like 
I want you to get clear on when is that actually happening? And the reason I tell you to do that is to not, so that you don't sell yourself short and so you don't beat yourself up when by the time it gets to March, you haven't actually achieved everything you'd hoped when in reality, you didn't have the time to anyway. And I think that's really important. But I want to end the episode talking to you about a client who, this might seem counterintuitive, but I'm going to talk to you about a client who does need to do this. So, because I think some of you might have gotten to the end of this and think, well, no, I think I do need to add something new or rebrand or make a change. So I want to talk to you about a client who fits the criteria of that. And I'm going to tell you about why that's important. So there is an amazing client in Maze Accelerator. And I'm talking about Maze Accelerator a lot because Maze Accelerator is open for enrollment. And I want you all to know that you can come and join us and that you can have support in this time because it's very easy for me to sit here and just talk and tell you and speak to you and advise you, but actually to hold you in the space and to be able to hold you accountable and help bounce ideas off me and constantly be there for you is the real kind of gem of it all, right? That's the real piece where it can help you and it can help make this whole process a lot smoother and a lot faster. So I really want to sort of encourage you to think about should you join Maze Accelerator? Because it might be right for you, it might not be. But there is someone in Maze Accelerator and she's fabulous and she's amazing. And she needs to rebrand her business. So she hasn't got an option, right? She needs to rebrand her business for the sake of her business and for the sort of plans she's got and the revenue growth that she wants to create. She also needs to diversify into new services. So she needs to add new revenue streams to her business. She needs to add other bits in. But the key bit I want to talk to you about is that this has been planned for over 12 months, okay? Over 12 months, this has been like clear in their mind. She understands we had spoken about it. We know it, like it's on the agenda, right? It's considered, it's measured. It's like planned, right? And the reason that that matters is because One, she'll do a better job when this is all in motion and she's doing it and she's currently in motion with some of it. And two, it means that it is more likely to actually create the impact that she wants. If she just decided one day, like, right, I'm going to rebrand the business and then she just randomly rocks up to the next call and is like, yeah, we're doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, it might work. Fine. Yeah, cool. It might. But it's unrealistic given the kind of scale and what she's doing and like the different people involved. It's like, it makes sense that she has gone through a clear process of understanding what are our long-term objectives? What is that criteria of understanding? What is an opportunity? What isn't? And what is she going to act on? And she's had many opportunities come up that she could have potentially taken but she hasn't because she's like, do you know, what? actually, it isn't really going to be the best option for her specifically. But she has leaned into the things that are a worthwhile opportunity and a thing that does make sense for her to do. And so that is something that she's continuing to work on. And I think it's really those two words, considered and measured, are really important when we're talking about this. And maybe you're sat here now thinking, yeah, you know, I do want to start something new and I am going to do this other thing and I really am going to make this big thing happen. And like, I'm excited for you. 
And if you are like, come Maze Accelerator, I'll help you do it. Like, I really can't wait. Like, that's going to be fun. But just make sure that you're spending time working out. Is this something that is worthwhile you doing? Or is this just like shiny object syndrome and you adding more work to your plate that you don't really need or just constantly getting yourself to do more and more and more? If this has resonated with you this episode, on either side of the coin, like maybe it's that you need to just keep going doing what you're doing, but you need to find better ways of doing that and making your business more efficient. Come and join me as Accelerate, I can help you. Or if you're in the camp where you're like, no, I do need to do this. I need to rebrand. I need to change things. I'm adding things. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, and I'm not saying you have to do all of those, by the way. They're not like a group together. They they are similar individual things. Then I can also help you in that sense. And we can build this new stuff and we can make sure that it's launched and that it's working in the way that you want it to. But as making sure you go into next year, understanding what it is that you're doing is really helpful and can really help you feel like you know where you're going. And it's not that we're trying to plan everything. And it's not that we're trying to risk mitigate everything because we can't, we never will be able to. It's also the joy of life. You don't know what's coming up. You don't know what exciting opportunities are around the corner. But we can sort of have intention and we can go about business in a calm, sustainable way that is really helpful for your nervous system. Because as entrepreneurs, we need to regulate ourselves and we need to enjoy our lives. Like we aren't doing this for like for any reason, you know, we're not doing it for just like, oh, well, we'll just do this. Like most, nearly everybody I speak to, like they do it because they love it and they do it because they love the freedom of working for themselves and they love the opportunity that comes up from that. I hope this episode has been useful for you today. If you are maybe in this position right now, come and speak to me if you wish to. You can find me on Instagram at may.james underscore. I will look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care and have a fabulous week. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time.